You are listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. This podcast is for insurance agents that are helping America's seniors with their financial choices. Here is your host, Christopher Westfall. Hey, it's Chris. I'm just sitting out here uh, by the pool answering support tickets. Got an interesting one here that probably is worth uh, sharing to the agent community. The question is, do I have to have a license before writing a Medicare supplement application? And what kind of license do I need to have? A Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan are both accomplished through a health insurance license. Many people come to the industry, like I did, from having a life insurance license and doing like final expense life, which is very, very simple into the life insurance spectrum. But in order to do Medicare, you have to have a health insurance license too. In the state of North Carolina, it's special. You have to have a Medicare supplement kind of endorsement. So you have to have life, health, and Medicare supplement. Now, this is interesting today because I had an agent who said she was on a Mutual of Omaha website, doesn't matter which website, she submitted an electronic application in a state that somebody called her and asked her for insurance. So she went onto the carrier's website knowing that she did not have a license in this state, and she went to pull up the uh, the state of whatever state it was, and it let her do it. And it said at the top, you are not appointed in this state, but you can submit the application anyway. So the agent did, again, knowing that she didn't have a license. Here's the problem with that. What the insurance carrier was saying was that you don't have an appointment there. There's a difference between a license in a state and having a specific carrier appointment. The appointment is your authority to represent that carrier in that state. That's the second level to being able to write an application. The first level is you can't discuss insurance particulars with a person in a state without being licensed to conduct insurance in that state, without having a license. The insurance company is going to assume that if you're going to submit or transact business in that state, you already have a license. That's the bare minimum. In certain states, they have a pre-appointment requirement, which means that they will appoint you at the time you're going to submit your first piece of business. Sometimes they have a pre-appointment requirement, which means they have to appoint you first before you can submit business. But with most carriers, they'll let you submit the application but they're assuming that you have an insurance license because that's insurance law 101. So you have to have a license, and then before they'll approve that application, they're going to go ahead and appoint you and then finish the application. Must have the license. The appointment in most states can come later. And on the application, if it says you're not appointed here, but you can submit it anyway, what that's saying to you is we're assuming that you have the license to to transact business, and we're going to go ahead and submit the appointment paperwork to the state and then we're going to finish processing your application for your client. Don't ever assume that because an application lets you submit something that you're okay to submit it if you don't have an insurance license in that state. And no, it's not okay to immediately after that go to NIPR and apply for a license and then say, I've got the notification that they've accepted my application for a license even though I've already submitted the application. Doing so is a violation of civil and, in most states, a criminal law, usually a misdemeanor, which includes the potential for jail time if you're violating that state's law, which is really transacting insurance without a license in that state. Merely having a resident license in a different state does not get you off the hook in any grace period whatsoever in order to transact insurance in another state. Get the license first before you intend on writing business in that state. That's how it's done. You can worry about the appointment later, and with most carriers, and you can double-check with them if you want or who your upline is, with most carriers, you can go ahead and submit an e-app in that state. If you're not yet the secondary level, which is appointed, but you dang sure better have a license first, or it could be uh, bad news for your contract with that company. And with the um, 
insurance regulators in the state if they find out you've been transacting insurance without a license. So get that license before you talk to people about specifics. And if you do that on the Medicare Advantage side, oh boy, it's a much different deal. If you transact business in a state that you're not appointed, much less not licensed, that can cause you your license and major penalties with CMS. Big bad thing that the carriers will jump all over you for doing. So don't do it on the Medicare side or the Medicare Advantage side for sure. I hope that tip has helped you out as you're continuing to expand into different states. And then lastly, I'll just tell you this. Um, <clears throat> agents tell me all the time, hey, I got a lead in um, Maryland or Wisconsin. I don't have a license there. You want to take this client? And I just want to remind them, the reason why I'm in 46 different states is because people have been referred to us from their friends and their family and their loved ones in other states. And then we go, you know what? Yeah, let me go get that license. Then I'll take that call and I'll help them through their insurance uh, procedure. And that way we can open up those other states for more people. And then we continue doing more and more business in those states. So don't say no right off the bat to getting a non-resident license in another state. It's very, very easy to do that. And that's covered in depth at the Medicare Supplement tab over at MedicareAgentTraining.com. I'm Chris Westfall. I hope this has helped you. If so, leave a like under the video here. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. For more information and other episodes, visit SeniorAgentPodcast.com.